the Bible teaches all over the place that there is really no such thing as human righteousness. As a matter of fact, the word self-righteous is always used in a derogatory sense. True righteousness comes from God. After being reborn in the Holy Spirit, we are declared righteous. After that, as time goes by, we're to keep the lines of communication between us and God open at all times so that we never get the feeling like we're hiding anything. First John says that if we confess our sins, he will be faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's got nothing to do with keeping yourself saved. That's a done deal. But even after we're saved, we have a tendency to either try to put on self-righteousness, which can't be done. Isaiah says that our righteousness are as filthy rags. That's one extreme. The other extreme is to allow the existence of our own unrighteousness to build up as a wedge between us and the God who saved us. God already knows about it. He's already saved us from it. We know that deep inside, so we feel guilty and we go into spiritual hiding. First John says that's ridiculous. Just get it out there. Confess it and move on. Hebrews chapter 4 gets into all of this too, talking about being bold before the throne of grace. Folks, that's nuts when you think about it. Being bold before the throne of grace. How do you do that? And why? Well, it's because he died for us while we were his enemies. Now that we're his sons, what do we have to be afraid of? Boldly confess without fear, because we have a God who understands. All of that's in Hebrews chapter 4. And by doing all of that, we actually put on the breastplate of righteousness, and that's one of the key pieces of spiritual armor that's laid out in the armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6. Jesus says here, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. One of the ways you can tell where your spiritual maturity is is by what tastes good and what doesn't. What are you hungry and thirsty for? Even after we're saved, because our software is still encased in old hardware, all of the old programming is still running. So it's our natural function to hunger and thirst for what's not righteous. I mean, all of that's in us, folks. All of that old programming keeps running. But after we're saved and sealed by the Holy Spirit, there's new software running to counteract that. And that new software cannot be removed. It is sealed in there. And its primary function is to preserve your software, which is the real you, for a future upload into new hardware when the old hardware dies. But that new software has another function. It can reroute your thinking processes around the old defective sin virus. But that new software won't do it without your permission. It won't violate your free will. You have to choose to access it. And as time goes by, the more we access that new software, the more we will personally find that the old software is unappealing. Eventually, we will find that the very presence of that old software running inside our hardware is something that we detest. And that's a sign of spiritual maturity. You get to a point where emotionally and mentally you realize that it's not enough to just have the new software. We want that old software out of there. It's in the way. It's just like installing new software on an old computer to make it run faster. Eventually, you'd just rather have a new computer, right? That's what this is talking about. The more we use that new software, the more we're aware of the deficiencies of that old software that's stuck inside us to the extent that we just wish it wasn't there. And the more we spiritually mature, the more we're aware of our own unrighteousness. And the result of that is thirsting and hungering for righteousness. That's why Jesus is saying here, 
Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. When? There's two levels. The more you hunger and thirst for righteousness, the more you're going to choose to access the new software to route around the sin virus. The more you do that, the more righteous you will be. But there's a second level, and that's when you finally die, and the sin virus is abandoned inside your old body as you are uploaded into new hardware that doesn't have the sin virus. Folks, can you imagine what that feels like? I can't. I mean, I've tried to. I mean, absolute and total freedom. Emotional freedom, mental freedom, and even physical freedom. 